Steve Kerr said that the NBA is um, disgusting to watch right now because of the officials. And he said that the players are baiting the officials into calling fouls. That's what he said, right? And after reading that, I was thinking, when wasn't this the case in the last 20 years? It's always been like that. That's why they had to make up the flopping rule. Players always try to bait the referees into calling the foul. That's a part of the game. That's what they do. You know what I mean? So, I don't know what he's talking about. He just, you know why? He's just mad because he was on the other end of that loss. You know what I'm saying? If he had won, he wouldn't have been saying the same thing. If they had won that game, he wouldn't have been saying the same thing. And the tables was turned. Say, uh, Steph Curry went to the free throw line over and over again. He would have been saying the referees was right. It just so happened he wasn't on that side of the deal. So, you know. Don't be mad. See, he old enough now. Where and I and I and I need to work on it myself. But don't be mad if somebody does something or something happens for somebody to benefit them and say it's wrong, knowing deep in your mind and your heart, if that was you, you'd be thinking it was right. So don't criticize when you, you know how you feel about it. And he know that to be true. If they had won the game and they had been winning games, say they've been on a winning streak, and every game it seemed like the referees are on their side, they get a whole bunch of fouls called. Do you think he'd be saying that about the referees? Hell no. He'd be saying they got the best referees in the world. That's what he'd be saying. So, you know, I see what he's saying. Uh, he is completely correct. Players are baiting referees into calling fouls. Referees do call some suspicious fouls when there is no foul. And sometimes when it's a clear foul, they don't say nothing at all. I don't know. And it does seem like it's picking up recently. That's because people are talking about it. You know what I'm saying? Because he complaining about it. And other people complaining about it. But what I'm saying is, all these players in the NBA and coaches in the NBA complaining about the way the fouls were being called. If the fouls were being called and it benefited them, they wouldn't be saying a word. So in my opinion, they really shouldn't be saying nothing now. I could see I can see it coming from the fans. 
I could see it coming from the fans, yeah. But for the coaches, maybe some coaches really do feel that way, so I can't can't lump them all together. But for the ones that know good and well, if it was benefiting them, and the players also, that they would be, they wouldn't be saying anything, they don't say nothing now. You know, you gotta be about it one way or the other, whether it benefits you or benefit or not benefit you. Say it's wrong. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I get what he's saying, but I have a real strong suspicion that he wouldn't be saying it in any other circumstance. I think he's just saying it because he mad it's not him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He mad he lost on Christmas Day. So he got to take his frustration out on somebody. And it just happens to be these garbage ass referees. And yeah, yeah. But the thing is, from a fan's point of view, he is completely right. The referees are trash. They said he got good referees. What he at? <laughs> I ain't seen them on recently. He said there's some good ones out there. Like, damn, what they at? Ain't seen them. So, if if I was just a, a regular person that nobody don't even know who I am, and they put me up there and said that, then I think it would make more sense than from somebody that has benefited from it before. When Steph and the Golden State Warriors were in their prime and they was winning championships back to back and shit, the referees looked at them differently. You know what I'm saying? People were saying the same thing about them, guaranteed. You can go back and look at some uh, interviews with other coaches saying the same Steph gets fi- uh, called for fouls. I mean, he gets fought. He gets the fouls, shots all the time, and he gets the foul shots uh, every time he touches the ball. He's at the foul line and all types of shit. Got me stuttering, <laughs> but um, yeah, man, he he just crying. That's all. And and the thing is. Even though I say he shouldn't say anything and all that, I understand why. Because it was wrong. They did get baited into calling all these uh, files. You know what I'm saying? And they probably would have won the game if the referees had called the game a little more... uh, correctly and more accurately they probably would have won the game but instead there you go and another thing did you see maybe I missed something and I probably did it probably was something that he did but I looked at that Devin Booker and um I don't even know who that dude is Grant Williams. 
I looked at the Devin Booker Grant Williams little scuffle and I still don't understand what they want a person to do when you getting grabbed. You know what I'm saying? Like when um Clay Thompson got grabbed, what you want him to do? Just stand there and get grabbed? You know, that's just crazy. You gotta get them off of him. Whether I say NBA players shouldn't be fighting, but it's the difference between fighting and defending yourself. Somebody just jump on you and start grabbing you. What you supposed to do? Just get swung around and get grabbed. You trying to get them the hell off of you. You know what I mean? So I don't understand. Maybe maybe they didn't call no more Devin Booker. Maybe I'm seeing it wrong. Cause I saw him at the free throw line. But it seemed like they called someone Devin Booker too. And I'm thinking like, what the hell did he do? Yeah, well, what did he do? He got grabbed up by the uh, jersey. And the dude wouldn't let him go. He was just trying to get him off of him. Ooh. If it hadn't been nobody in there, I think Grant Williams would have beat him like a drum, son. Yeah, Devin Booker ain't got nothing for him. It's amazing. How you see these basketball players and they they like taller and way more than the average person. But compared to each other sometimes, they look so small. Like Grant Williams looked like he was like jacking up his little son or something, you know what I'm saying? Like pulling him up by the shirt, son, listen to me. And he couldn't do nothing about it. If it wasn't nobody there to pull Grant Williams off of Devin Booker, he would have just been with he would have got his ass whooped for sure. He couldn't he couldn't move that big old dude. Yeah. It's always one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's always one on the team. That little lady should be playing football and not basketball. He he's that one. But that's what some basketball players I think can't move and um be so fluent with all those muscles and the other ones are there to be the muscle, basically. That's their thing. grabbing people like that, man. Nah, that's it. Yeah. He should have gotten in trouble for that. For real. Because he thinks just because he big and he got muscles, he, he can go around just grabbing people up. Hell no. But, again, that was a referee thing right there, too. If they did call someone Devin Booker, I can't stand that man. But maybe he did something I ain't see. Cause I, I really don't care for Devin Booker to be honest with you. Ever since I seen him in a picture in the club 
put some shades on in the bathtub. It wasn't a bathtub with water, but it was like a like a decoration. But still, you in the middle of a club, laying in the bathtub, put some shades on. That yeah. What kind of number one? What kind of club is this? What kind of club would you go to where they got a bathtub in the middle of it with no water? Where you could just sit in it? You know how many, uh, what kind of nastiness probably been in that tub tonight? And he ended up laying out. Just, but still, he, I don't know, man. He think he, I think he a little, he think he's a little bit cooler than what he really is. I don't like the persona that he puts out or they put out about him. I just don't like his attitude. Yeah. Boy, he can play basketball, though. Yeah, he can definitely play. Yeah, he always talking trash, too. It's just, yeah, I don't like him. But anyways, man, these referees, what they need to do, what they need to do, just like they quick to send a player to rehab or counseling and all this kind of stuff, they really need to have some serious, serious dialogue and workshops between the players and the referees. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if they could do it in one room. Because you don't want to have favoritism with the players. You know what they should do? What they should do is they should have some players that have just recently retired. I mean, in the last year or so have a meeting with the different players and the different coaches and owners from all the teams tell them their concerns and the former player can tell them their experiences and then the former players go have a big meeting with all the referees and they try to earn something out with these rules because some of this stuff is just ridiculous because you know what's going to happen is they really go start losing fans because the coaches are saying so much bad stuff about the referees and so are the reporters the analysts and everything and people will be like man I don't want to watch this the referees are cheating so they gonna lose fans not enough probably to make it too bad but they still gonna lose fans whether it's a whole bunch or not because of the referees. Unless they get together and have some kind of 
dialogue and understanding between the two about what's correct and what's not correct. Like, you will call a file on me, but you ain't gonna call a file on him. This, that, you know, they just need to get it together. And I don't think, the reason that I don't think they should have a meeting with referees and current players is because, say for instance, they get a player like Zion Williamson, and he have a meeting with all the referees. He tell them what he think other players are doing to him, that's fouling him. He tell them the reasons why he shouldn't be called for fouls and all this kind of stuff. And he had his long ass meeting. So the next time these referees see him, they, they might have all that stuff in the back of their mind about what he said. So now he in favoritism because they looking to appease him because he one of the people that came to the meeting. So I don't think they should have current players because of that. Because that could turn into more favoritism. So they should have former players that have no stake in the game except getting paid to do this research. Um, they should have them come in and talk to the referees. And I'm talking about former players that just retired. So it could be current, you know what I mean? And um, they should have these talks. No owners, no uh, coaches, just former players and former coaches. But, but see, the thing is about the whole former coach is a former coach could be a new coach next week, so that won't work either. So, former players should have a gigantic meeting with the referees. And after they had this meeting with the referees, the referees should have a meeting with themselves. And then they should be retrained. Basically, they should be retrained to do the job the way they're supposed to be doing it. Because, in my opinion, the rules that are in place are correct. It's just the way they see it. You know what I'm saying? It's just the way they call in these rules or or yeah. They the rules are correct. It's just the referees. They're um the way they see it is completely different from what the rules really are. So they just need to have a refresher course about how to be a referee. And, and you know, and that's going to be degrading to a lot of referees because a lot of them have been there for a long, long time. They've been doing this all their life. So I guess what the hell do I need to learn about the basics again for because 
you need to learn about the basics again because you're about to make us lose a lot of money because y'all calling the games crazy. Yeah, it's like they gambling on the games. How the hell could they have so many free throws last night on Christmas? Over, yeah, seems strange. Maybe, um, maybe the referee's back at it again with the cheating, who knows? And that's another thing people start thinking, like, damn, are they cheating? Are they betting on the games? Yeah, if I need to look into that, too, might have a rogue out there. And that Bill Donahue or Donahue or whatever his name was, that coach, I mean, that referee, they got in trouble for for gambling on the games. He went to prison, right? Yeah, I think he did. He did his time, I think. But, um, him, they know he wasn't the only one. He know he wasn't the only one. I think he even said he wasn't the only one. He calling the same dude over and over and over again. He's still refereeing right now. Scott Foster. He was a part of that. He just luckily got away with it. Conveniently got away with it. He wasn't the only one, I guarantee you. He wasn't the only one. How the hell you have just one referee? One referee changing the whole all these games. And nobody figuring it out. That's why I was more than one. It's it's how many referees are the three or four? Three, I think. So the other two just be like, damn, every time I work with him, he calling these games crazy as shit. And they just could be okay. Hell no, they was in on it, man. They was in on it. All of them. It's just he got caught. I'm telling you, man, listen to this, man. That's just like you working in retail and you working with three or four other people, right? One employee, every time y'all work, somebody's stealing. We, somebody's stealing, somebody's stealing. Every time you work, ain't number four, y'all. Y'all right beside each other. But every time y'all work, money come up missing. Every time y'all work, y'all been working together for years and years and years. You mean to tell me somebody sitting right beside your ass every single day ain't seen you still yet? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just crazy. No, I don't believe it. They working right beside him. They having meetings and stuff before the games. The referees, and you mean to tell me that he was the only one in on it? Hell no. Nah. It was a good man. Either all of them was in on it, or the majority was to keep the to keep it going. Yeah. It was uh that David Stern. I thought he was a great commissioner, but that was that was one of his cover ups right there. Yeah, he covered that up. Yeah. 
he messed, he covered that up. He ain't wanna lose no fans. He had just built the NBA up. And the referees was about to tear that shit right down. Dirty as referees. And the thing is, man, if you a part of a group and these are your friends, of course you gonna be loyal to them and never say nothing about it. So, yeah, they just got away with it. All the ones that worked during that period of time. They might be back. Scott, Scott Foster might be the godfather or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, he's still there. He probably running the whole shebang. deserve to be in prison right beside Donna Lou or Donnie Yu or whatever the name is. He just got away with it and he been cheating ever since. No lies. Watch out for him.